Uh, my team lost today. They're remaking my favorite movie. Yeah, they're rebooting a TV show too. This nostalgia market is insane. Whatever helps the limping economy, I guess? We must die so that the numbers can go up. I can't believe that's a theme someone said. Someone in power, dude. Like, who votes for that? The same people who platform Nazis. Oh god, the Nazis. I know, man. Like, we didn't have enough to deal with. The entire world is literally on fire. People are sick and dying. Fascism on the rise? Democracy on the decline? God damn it, I hate it here. <sighs> I fucking hate it. Hey, how's it going? I'm David. I'm Joseph. And uh, as you all know, this is I Hate It Here. So what's going on? What 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 are we what are we what are we discussing today? Dude, what are we what are we discussing because if you say election, uh, I'll kill you. I'll, I'll kill you. So what part of the election do you want to avoid? <laughs> I guess is my question. No, nah, none of it. We can't avoid any of it. It's just it's a part of our life now. It's just a dominant part of our life. It is what it is. It seems like Trump and his friends, well, not Lindsey Graham, because Lindsey Graham might have actually committed a federal offense. Uh, what uh, what is it? This? Yeah, apparently the Secretary of State of Georgia came out and said that Lindsey Graham, Lindsey Graham, um, what is the word? Like oh, directed him, directed him to throw out thousands of legal ballots which is you know a federal crime that is election tampering and uh so lindsey graham might be in trouble i guess if that still exists in this country for people like lindsey graham uh, well i don't know you know i don't know because i can tell you this right now i don't think that it matters. I don't uh, like. I don't want to be pessimistic or whatever, but they've pretty much shown us their hands. They they don't give a fuck, dude, about the law. You know what I mean? Right. So I just saw you. You said it, and I went straight to Twitter while you were talking, and I right. loaded it, loaded loaded up the Twitter, <laughs> and um, yeah. There's a, the first tweet was like Lindsey Graham committed a felony. He must resign. He's not gonna do. Oh, that's the word, a felony. Right. That's the word, a felony. Yeah, I couldn't remember the word because it, it does. It's not part of Alexicon anymore. But yeah. that word, the the felony. Right? He's not. Gonna um. Do. Yeah. Apparently, no. But apparently, um, that is in in, a, in any kind of other world, the ethics committee takes it up, right? And they sort of. Uh, do some kind of investigation and the Graham would be pressured to do some kind of thing, but I, that's not going to happen. The question I, the question I immediately thought of was like, well, that should imply maybe somebody should look into the, the uh, Lindsey Graham zone election this past, right? Two, three weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, if he's telling the secretary of state of Georgia, yeah, right. He's what is he doing? Yeah. Right. What is he doing? First of all, second of all, um, I mean, it would at least imply there's something wrong with, I mean, well, 
not implied, but there's potentially something wrong even with his own election. So I don't know, man. That just kind of like, you know. Maybe, maybe not imply that there's something wrong with his election as much as it is that it's very clear he's willing to tamper with his own election. There you go. There you go. You know, yeah. another thing too yeah. might be if he's comfortable enough calling that dude in Georgia and doing that, did he maybe get a little bit too comfortable calling that dude when George Kemp ran? Uh, dude, I mean, that's immediately what I thought of also was like, because that was like know, one George... of the shadiest fucking elections. That was, that was, you know, they talk about stealing the election. That's what that was. was like, that blatant. was, it was just blatantly obvious what they did in Georgia to Stacey Abrams. Uh, but I don't know, man, like him trying to do that, you know, to another state, apparently something like 600,000 people have already requested their mail-in ballots for the Georgia runoff. Yeah. I read that. So it's, it's, it seems like at the very least turnout is going to be incredibly high for the Georgia election. Um, and Democrats have a hard time historically with runoff elections, but good turnout usually trends towards Democratic candidates. So I don't know. I Maybe I'm feeling a little bit optimistic, right? But Mike Pence will be in Georgia Georgia campaigning this week, so or, or whenever he's going to be campaigning in Georgia, but he's going to be, you know, right. supporting his his candidates who money off of uh, intelligence briefings. But hey, that's neither here nor there, I guess. You sound bitter. You sound like a like an American watching this country crumble. You know, do I? Do I? Yeah, lighten uh, up, dude. All right, it's the end of the world, man. It's time to I, fucking I, get on the party bus. You know what I mean? Uh, this is it. The other day, they were... Uh, <clears throat> someone had messaged me no, so I'd seen on Twitter th- that they opened up a sarcophagi, like just a shit little sarcophagi. Oh, like a thousand of them. Yeah, no, yeah. Or they... and, well, they found them, but I, you know, I don't oh. know how many they opened, but they were opening them and people were like, not in 2020. And I was like, nah, bullshit. Definitely in 2020. <laughs> like, there's like, honestly, dude, I don't know how much worse it can be, but I do know how much better it can be. And I'm willing to take a chance that it's going to swing better. You know what I mean? Let's see what happens. Maybe we are you up, are maybe we open are, up in a sarcophagus and like the guy comes out and he's like, "You freed my spirit. Thank you." From now oh, on, you know, is, fucking abundance of bees, pollination everywhere, and the fish. There's just more fish now. You know, congrats. There's there's a lot of fish now. And that like, implies. Oh, wow. Oh my fuck. That implies two things, man. Okay. You're either you're either feeling very optimistic mm-hmm. or you're a fan of the pendulum theory. And I don't know which one's worse at this point. I'm just you know? polar, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I saw them I saw them um open those sarcophagi and yeah. and I don't understand why we need to do that anymore. Maybe just like, you know, put them, I don't know, leave them alone. I don't know. You know, is that is that ever an option anymore? Just like leave them alone? Um, yeah, it I is guess really not. weird. I guess, I guess you're right. It is really weird considering like, I guess because they want to learn more about the culture. Maybe they came from like a different era that wasn't as explored as the other ones. True. But, you know, Possible. so, but, but you're right. Like, I mean, at, 
at what point do we start digging up like like how far into the future are we where we're like oh i was actually there when we buried that guy (laughs) (laughs) trust me you're not gonna get anything out of him uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know? I, I don't know man I, I just sometimes i'm like man what do what do you know you know it seems like but what a, you know who am i to make that call that i don't know what what they're doing but they're like there's a curse on the casket and i'm just like i don't know i knew that dude is the curse that everything smells like mountain dew and cheetos <laughs> <laughs> seems like that's the curse that guy would it's do. just is it is it just me or has there been like a large amount of sarcophagi just like laying around lately? Like it's just like, <laughs> it's just, like you know how like very hardcore like Christians believe that like the devil is running around placing fake dinosaur bones? Right. Like is there like a fake sarcophagi? Just... Devil that's just like running around putting sarcophagi in every fucking place that we haven't looked before. Like that's the other thing. Like, have we not looked in these areas before and just not fucking just found it? Didn't like... dig deep enough. What's funny is that right now there's probably an archaeologist with that same line of thought who's just standing there, like, God damn it. And somebody's like, What's wrong? And he's like, Fuck, a lot of people died. <laughs> how did we miss all of these dude like how i just don't understand it like how did we miss all of these what was everybody a fucking pharaoh what the fuck <laughs> jesus christ these things uh, are everywhere uh, it's just a weird thing and then like in such a big bunch like just like fucking together like it's like Indiana Jones's wet fucking dream, is, and dude, like yeah. and like they're just like chilling, you know. Yeah, there's no adventure left in it anymore because everybody finds them now. Uh, essentially, you so know. I, I just found a tomb with ten sarcophagi, and it's like, oh yeah, some kid found one too. <laughs> yeah, he, he lost his soccer ball, and he fucking just like f- fell into it. That's funny, dude, because like. Like some <laughs> kid and his professor found like a thirty-five million year old fucking woolly oh mammoth God. or something like dude. two weeks ago, two days ago. Dude, they've also been finding those everywhere too. They found some in Mexico, which I thought was pretty fucking baller. I'm not gonna. That lie. was dope. Yeah, that was dope. I can picture our ancestors like that was fucking dope. mammoths, you know, throwing spears at fucking, I don't know, fucking serps, serpents with wings or whatever the fuck, fucking feathered serpents, just. Trying to fuck up dinosaurs. That's honestly what I think it was. Honestly, this is what I think. I think the legend of Quetzalcoatl, right, came about right because they found like a petrified dinosaur. You know what I mean? Like I feel like they might have like, yeah. stumbled upon like a really well preserved dinosaur, and we're like, "Holy fuck, this must have been a god." You know? Because like if you think oh, about it, like no. feathered serpent for the longest time. We were like, oh, yeah, dinosaurs look like snakes, but, like, with claws. And forever, that's just what we've been doing. They've just been reptiles. And then one dude fucked right. everything up because he was like, "Is are these fucking feathers? Guys, do these fucking <laughs> things have feathers? And people were like, what? No, they fucking didn't. And then so they started picturing these dinosaurs with feathers and shit. And I was thinking to myself, like, what if the Aztecs stumbled upon that? You know, like, for them, a feathered serpent, you know? Like, it's right. this giant, to them, it probably looks like a giant snake, but, you know, because it's got, like, reptilian skin, or they found, like, a chunk of skin that was preserved, you know what I mean? Like, an amber or something, and it looks like reptilian skin with fucking feathers on it. 
I don't know. I've always like for me that's always been like in my head. Like what if they found that what if there's like some great grand mystical shit going on over there and we don't know about it because we're all up our own asses, you know? I mean and then they found mammoths and it's like fuck, there you go. I mean, we're probably pissing off a lot of archaeologists with this conversation. You realize that, right? Yeah, we've lo- we've lost the radical archaeologists. We've lost the radical. Archaeologists. <laughs> they were like, they were like, I was listening to this dude because we were gonna unionize and start a fucking dinosaur bone collective, but now, <laughs> now they go off <laughs> fucking talking about feathered serpents and shit. Man, and now, you know what? Fuck your union, man. Like that's what that's what just happened. All right, let me piss him you off know? some more. Let me tell you why I believe in the union. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. I don't know. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, uh, speaking of unions, um, did you did you um see your vice president elect today? Oh God, what did she do? No, your vice president elect. Yeah, what did she do? I'm sorry, sorry. I am conflating the two people. Your president. <laughs> oh, what did he do? You probably, he you were probably in your head, you were probably like Joe Biden's better suited as a vice president. That's probably why. Uh, that was some weird Freudian slip. Dude. That really God was, damn it. dude. Like, that's where he God belongs. damn it. Jesus Christ. That's where that senile old bat belongs. Um, He came out and he had some kind of like briefing today. And he talked about making a man. He, you know, he was pushing for the fifteen dollar minimum wage. Oh, wow. um, which was pretty cool. He was talking about a tree, a three trillion dollar federal aid packet package for coronavirus relief. Oh, he wow. had a very specific number of charging stations for electric cars. Like it was ninety three. Dude, no, seriously, it was like <laughs> it, it was like oddly specific, and I was like, Joe, in my head, I was like, Joe, what are where are you getting these numbers? Like, who is your mathematician? And I can I have a conversation with him because it was oddly specific, dude. It was like, what if really he's done specific. like really a lot of research and he's like, we're gonna put one in this place called Mixitani, Minnesota. Uh, you don't know this, but there's a town there. There's 15 people. And there's a guy there named Phil. Phil has an electric car, so we need to get him one. That's first of all. Folks. Folks. Obama comes running out. Folks. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, but anyway. That's actually he, how you, uh, how you, you know, once Obama passes, that's how we're going to be able to do seances and contact him to the grave. Oh my god. Everybody just sits around in a circle and it's like folks, folks, folks. And you just hear it (laughs) disembodied voice from the background. And like uh like just like (laughs) like the ghost of his hand, like fake holding a pen, shaking while he's talking. (laughs) Comes up from the grave way. It comes up like that's all that's the only thing that comes up from the grave and it's just his left hand. Just like, oh my god, do you hear that? And it gets quiet, quiet. (laughs) And then you hear in the background, uh and you're like, oh <laughs> shit, he's coming. God, <laughs> All right, so so what were you saying? Sorry, what else? <laughs> uh, I don't remember. It was the fucking oh, union. $15, oh, the yeah. union. Yeah, he kept saying he was a union guy, and he had meetings. He had meetings between big, well, between businesses and labor people. <laughs> yeah. I guess you know. 
And something that's like more personal to me is he keeps talking about doing something about student debt. Yeah, uh, I read about that. Student student loan debt, which would be fucking dope. <coughs> he wants to do like ten thousand dollars or But uh, it's an exchange for community service, right? Bitch, sign me up. <laughs> sign me up. Where do you need me to be? And you know me. Even if they were like, you gotta be here at seven in the morning. All right, bet. Wow. And right, ex- exactly, dude. Exactly. Here's my thing. Um, they were talking about student loan debt, and like, I think like the worst take I've heard so far is, "What about people who paid off their loans?" Oh God, yes. Because That's I'm like, a... dude, like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, good, you know, fucking good for them, I guess. The 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 worst take for me is that's like that are people that are like that somehow leverage the going into the military for it. Like to me, that just like yeah, it bothers me to a to a very deep extent. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, man. Like you paid off your student loan. Like some guy was talking about wanting a a refund of some kind. What? Oh my god. For paying off his two hundred and some thousand dollars student loan debt off. Holy shit! <clears throat> Bet money he's a lawyer. Like he's yeah, probably like he can a lawyer. Right. I think. I think the thing that bothers me about it is that like it doesn't make any sense because. I mean, we've never as a, like it would be like being like, "Hey, uh, are you gonna take the train?" Really? What about the pioneers who rode across the country on a fucking wagon? <laughs> like, it's just the dumbest shit. You know what I mean? Like it just—it seems absurd to me. There would never be any progress, you know, if those people were like left to left to their own fucking will, dude. Like I—I I don't understand it. Like, yeah, they paid off their debt, man. Like it's unfortunate that they didn't get the break that this next generation is getting. But like we're we're talking about moving forward in the future. You know what I mean? And, and and speaking from personal experience, right? Like talking about being able to fucking like do something, like being. And by that, I I'm suggesting like you know stimulating the economy by yeah. like buying shit, buying shit, yeah. Other than paying back my student loans, you know. And I'm very. This is obviously something that I hold very close to my heart, and I right. do have a lot of regret about my initial student loans, my undergrad student loans, right. Right. I I I don't believe I understood at that time the extent the extent to which I would to what I was signing up for. Right. I don't believe I, you know, and the the federal government. Right. They give you loan counseling. They tell you what you're going to do. They tell you how much you're going to pay. They tell you all this shit. Right. Like they tell you all of that. I just don't think at 18 you really do understand what it is you're doing, you know? Right. Some Sometimes even younger, you know? Right. So, right. I mean... And is that a responsibility? I guess you could make that argument, right? I fucking guess. I wouldn't argue that, you know? But it is something that... There's like $1.7 trillion worth of student debt, dude. Like, Dude, and they've canceled more in fucking tax breaks yeah trump's tax cuts come out to like 1.9 trillion dollars 
or just something like that. Just the first ones. I mean, you know? he's he's done so much. I think um, for like you know the billionaire class. I just I just realized I said he's done so much, and somebody's gonna take that out of context, not in the good way. Not in the good right. way. Uh, I also heard that they were talking about like maybe forgiving some medical debt. And oh, that, dude, fuck yeah! I, that that to me would be like a game changer. It's literally the only debt I have, dude. It's right. like it's literally the only debt I have. And, well, I mean, I have like some credit card debt, obviously. You know what I mean? But the bulk right. of my debt is is medical debt, dude. I've never, I've, I've been, I've paid my credit cards on time for years. I've right. paid off any loans I've had on time for years. You know what I mean? I've fucking done everything as correct as possible. The only thing I have is that holds me back really is medical debt. Right. And I have a lot and a lot of it because as you know, you know, I've, I've had some, I've had some issues and it, like that kind of shit to me is like, it's literally a life changer. Like it's something that would literally right. fucking alter the course of my life. And I can't understand. Right. I can't understand one, the desire to not have it happen, but also right. to the, like the incredible, I guess the selfishness of certain people to be like, well, yeah, but it's not fair to people who've had to pay it. Because, you know, dude, th this is how society progresses. You know what I mean? Like, could you could you imagine if, like, these guys were in charge of anything? We would never have progressed, you know? Like, oh, we're going to grant women the right to vote. Oh, that's pretty fucked up. Because my mom that... didn't get to vote. Right. Like, okay, cool, dude. I'm really sorry about that. We fucked up. That's our mistake. Hey, let's not do that anymore. You know what I mean? Right. We would have never progressed as a society, dude. So hopefully right. those people fucking lose this battle and hopefully Joe wins it. Of course, knowing Joe, he's going to come out and be like, so anyway, this is, this is the person I hired to lead my committee on unions. Uh, Allison union Elon buster. Uh, come Elon on out, Allison. <laughs> it's, it's Allison union buster of breaker of unions incorporated. Uh, she, she knows all about unions. <laughs> just like, dude, you, fucking her. <laughs> you know, what it'll be funny way. It, it'll, it'll be the person who applied for the union buster position that Amazon put out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. It'll be, it'll be them. It'll be that person. Like indeed.com would be <laughs> specific like specifically targeting those people who applied for that Amazon union busting job. Do you like a job in the Biden administration? Dude, yeah. You gotta bust unions. Sick, dude. Sick. Fucking did that already. <laughs> right? Oh my god, I have so much experience here. I wanna love it. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just we'll see what happens. You know, we'll see what happens. There are rumors that Joe Biden's gonna do 10k, ten thousand dollars worth of student loan debt. Uh, I've seen rumors. I've seen people reporting that it's gonna be up to 50k. Which well, what's the trade off? Like, wh how much do you have to work for that? I'm bringing up my calculator real quick. Um, you know what, dude? I honestly don't. Fuck is this I don't. I don't know what the trade-off is. I don't. Let's I don't know what they want from me. They could take my. They what? what honestly, you, you know, what do you want? Name your price. Name your price, Joe. 
If we were to do your price. Here's what we could do. We'll do 10,000, right? And we'll divide it by 15. 666.66 all the way to 7. So you would have to do what what he could do is be like, all right, you got to do 667 hours of community service. And that equals out to $15 an hour, which pays off 10,000. Well, there were like, you know, Obama's student loan repayment program that Trump dismantled was pretty effective. Yeah. Right. Like for for the most part, I mean, it still, of course, wasn't everything that we, you know, that was wanted. Right. Wanted anything. Yeah. But there were really there were decent stipulations in it in that, like, if you taught at a certain if you taught at a public school or if you if you taught at, you know, a, a underfunded school which is like all the schools in El Paso if you taught you know at public universities those that time in was used to help you pay back um, some of your student debt right which for me that would be dope because that's essentially what I've been doing since I've had to pay back student loans and you know if my student loan were like a car I'd be driving like a you know a mid-sized four-door sedan, you know, with like a cat as its logo, you know. Yeah. But I, I don't know, man. I, I, I just hope that something gets done about student loan debt because it just frustrates me when you know people talk about millennials not being able to buy houses or not wanting to have kids because we literally can't fucking afford them right you know we can't afford either of those things so we'll see i think um i think if i think if we approach it from like a reasonable I think if we approach it from a reasonable standpoint that can launch us to, you know, universal education, I think it would be like the best course of action. Right. Because I think even if, even if, you know, you cancel student loan debt or, and then you decide to get rid of it altogether, you know, it's, it's $1.7 trillion. That's not just, it's not like it's $1.7 trillion a year. Like it's, that's like the cumulative total of student loan debt in the country. You know what I mean? Right. And if that's really the cumulative total of student loan debt in the country, then it really isn't as big a part of the economy as like we make it out to be. You know what I'm saying? Like what I'm telling you is you can afford to pay for people to go to school and the benefits right. of paying for people to go to school far, 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 far outweigh any, any sort of like, I guess uh, it negates the cost of whatever it takes to send people to school. I just, you shouldn't have to leverage like as an adult, as an adult now, right? Like as an adult now who understands the, the weight of the decision that I made 12 years ago, you know? Yeah. I would have probably never done it. I would have probably never, never, you know, I would have done something different about it or I would have approached it more carefully. 
but you know, dude, where we're from, they tell you like, you know, that you're gonna go to college, or that you're gonna go to college or something. They don't necessarily explain how you're expected to pay for it. So when you get there, for a lot of us, the only way to pay for it is by signing your life away. So not, not only that, but here it's always made to be like this final act of <clears throat> this final act of desperation. Like here they tell you, hey, if you don't go to college, you're never gonna get out of here. Right. Like if you don't go to college, you're never gonna be able to do anything with your life. You're never gonna do this, you're never gonna do that. And there's so many people here who are children of immigrants or just children of working class people who couldn't afford to go to college or who for whatever reason were unable to go to college. And so many people in our generation and the subsequent generations that follows are first time students, you know, they're first time college students. And so right. a lot of these people feel like obligated to do it. You know what I mean? And then even worse, like you get kind of like lied to a lot. Like they'll tell you, Oh, you, you know, you can't go to the community college, You but you have to go to the university for all four years. Right. You know, you can't, you can't do trade school. Trade school won't work for you. You know, you got to go, you got to get an actual degree is what they say. Like in quotation right. marks, an actual degree. You know what I mean? They like, they guilt trip you into it. And you end up yeah. there. And that's also what they do to, you know, that's also how they recruit for the military. It's not just our county either, dude. It's poor counties all across the country. I oh, mean, yeah, I know. Yeah. that's. It's, I mean, I'm just saying, like, it speaks, we know from personal experience, but it also isn't limited to just our town. Like, it's a, it's a fucking, like, epidemic, the way they treat these things. And they, I mean, they lure poor kids out like that, you know? It's the same thing with the military. Every person I know who's joined the military has regretted it. Every single person I know, like there isn't a single person I know who's like, nah, man, it was great. Like the only person I can argue maybe has that kind of feeling is Mario in that he's told me before that he loves the idea of the camaraderie that he gained and the training he gained from the military, but he hates the experience of the military. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's, I mean, you're sort of, you're sort of forced into it, dude. You're forced to take on this debt or you're forced to sign your life away. In any case, you're forced to make a decision that you probably don't understand the full weight of at the age that you're forced to make that decision at. Right. And and it ties into sort of thinking about the cost of healthcare and the value of healthcare. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's always the constant you know, there's always the constant argument that if you want a free education or if you want healthcare, you should join the military, especially if you're from like particularly poor areas. Mm -hmm. And I'm just tired of hearing that argument. I don't, I don't so think much. that that's, that's the sacrifice that people should be making is, you know, for, especially for a for basic a, part of your life. For, and for a lack of a better, you know, for lack of a better word is, the choices you're basically laying out is get risk getting blown to pieces or you hope you don't have some kind of like some kind of disease that'll take your life and you'll never be able to do something about it because you don't have the healthcare that you need to take care of it. You know? Right. So. Which I can attest to. And I think, I think when we, when we talk about healthcare in the country and stuff like that, I think we like often neglect to mention that because there's always this argument of why should I pay for someone else's healthcare? Why should, you know, why should I pay for someone else's healthcare? Why should I pay for someone else's education? There's always this, this talk 
We should pass Medicare for all. We should pass education reform. We should pass the Green New Deal. We should pass climate change reform. And they're always like talked about like they're separate entities and they're not. They're all right. very much related because if you have doctors who are going to school and they're not worrying about medical debt, then you don't have doctors who need to charge hundreds of thousands of dollars for a surgery. You don't have hospital administrators who need to charge thousands of dollars for an x-ray in this country when like literally a few miles north, it, the same fucking x-ray, the same machine, the same, you know, you know, electricity, everything is 400 bucks. You know what I mean? And so all all of these things are sort of like tied in and we don't talk about that. And then we also don't talk about the fact that you're paying for those things anyway. And right. it's way more expensive than it would be if we just had a program in place to pay it outright. Right. You know what I mean? And, right. I, I, and the thing that really pisses me off or that's really starting to get to me are these people, these journalists and these people on Twitter who are talking about whether or not Joe Biden has the political capital to do this or whether or not Joe Biden is willing to spend said capital to to try to enact these things. First of all, if you think Joe Biden has political capital that he can waste, I don't think you've been paying attention to Joe Biden. Like Joe Biden I don't think he's going to run in four years, right. right? He's setting somebody up. So why the hell shouldn't Joe Biden, should Joe Biden not come out swinging? And it just, it, it reinforces the sentiment for me of the Democrats as a party broadly and their inability to, to take risks because they're so afraid of losing that they'd rather do nothing. And that, you know, that's, I mean, that's, that is like that's literally the problem with the Democratic Party. That's literally the problem. You know, I read somewhere the other day, and it was like a <clears throat> the GOP says that uh, if the Democrats choose Elizabeth Warren as a as a presidential ticket in twenty twenty four, that it'll divide some Republicans. Who fucking cares? Right, right. I saw that. Who, who cares? Who cares? Like, why? Why who should cares? we care how you feel about? the democratic right. party or elizabeth warren or any other why the fuck do we have to cater to you guys right. i don't understand it i don't understand it i think maybe there's this idea that we have to because of the electoral college because we have to get votes and you know in, in red states and stuff like that and i guess i can understand the appeal there or like the desire to appeal to you know right-wing voters in in that kind of a situation but right. it, it boggles my mind that, first of all, it's stupid that we have to, because I can't imagine in a democracy, like the dumbest shit I've ever heard is when people go, what about the voice of like those millions of people who live there? I don't fucking care. Like, do you not get how democracy works? It isn't like you're literally telling us, hey, man, we need to not have a democracy because these few people are going to be real upset. Oof, right. That's not how this works, dude. That's not how this is supposed to work. Like, I don't, I don't understand that. I've never understood it. I've never understood it. They're like, well, you know, the majority of the, of the country just lives on the coast. What about all this land? Who, who fucking cares? I don't, like, I just, I don't get it. I really don't. So that's the first thing, okay? But the other thing is, if, if, if that's the case, right? Then why is it that we have to appeal to them? they've never done anything to appeal to the left. 
Like their entire, their whole campaigns are literally built around quote unquote liberal tears. Like their whole thing, their last, the last, I would say, I would argue the last 12 years since, since Obama became president have literally just been conservatives who were voting just to piss off liberal people. Mitch McConnell famously said his goal was to one term president. Like it been anti just them, right? From the Republicans for the last 12 years. Right. So why the fuck should we have to care about anything they have to say? Why do we have to play nice for them, dude? We shouldn't have to. Like we really shouldn't have to. It's, it's insane to me. Joe Biden has 5 million more votes than Donald Trump. And we're still sitting here going like, well, you know, those Trump supporters, I mean, you have to understand, like, they feel bad. I don't fucking care. Like, I don't care. They just spent the last four years literally mocking us at every turn. I mean, we were like, hey, man, maybe our country shouldn't be putting children in cages and letting them get sexually assaulted by corrupt border guards. And they were like, oh, is it making the little liberal cry? Are you fucking kidding me? Right. Like, are you, fu- I literally just described a fucking horror movie scenario to you. And your response to that was, oh, poor baby. Why should I care how you feel? Why do I have to care about you? I shouldn't have to. You know what I mean? And it's, again, if Joe Biden knows he's not going to be there in 2024. Yep. Then what are you doing, dude? Like, this is the, this. This is the chance for the Democrats, and this is something that I've been trying to think about and mull over, is Joe Biden comes in, guns blazing, day one, boom, 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 <laughs> boom, 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 and then let's see what happens in fucking three years, dude. Like, let's I see agree. let's see what happens in three years, and then if you're, if you're a Democrat running in 2024, you're either in a position to argue for very progressive policies. Right. Because you've been able to say, you've been able to show, because Joe Biden had the goal to do certain things, that, hey, this is something that we're doing and this is something that we're working. And then maybe, as a Democratic Party, you could establish some kind of fucking message, okay? Right. But also, B, let's say in a worst-case scenario, it doesn't work. At least then you know it doesn't work and we can fucking talk about it, dude. And and I just don't. It. I just don't understand why people are talking about whether or not Joe Biden has political capital when Joe Biden is already a fucking lame duck, dude. Like, he's walking in on January 20th a lame duck. It's sort of like, it feels a lot like, you know, the other day when we were watching the, the Cowboys play and they were, like, trying to win the game and we were like, dude, your whole season's shot. Just go for it. Just like air it out right. on every down, just fucking go for it on fourth down all the time. You know what I mean? Like your season shot. Why would you not try all your trick plays? Why would you not bomb it out? Why would you not? You know, I feel like it's the same thing here. I feel like it's an apt analogy. Like, why wouldn't Joe Biden just go for it, dude? Like, what has he got to lose? You know what I mean? And then if, like you right. said, if in 2024 it turns out it didn't work, dude, they have something to run against. If in 2024 it fucking works, run Warren. Okay, stop pretending right. that, like you let the people decide. Okay, fucking get over it. We already know. Just run Warren. You know what I mean? Progressive ticket, boom, all the way down. If it doesn't work, run fucking Buttigieg. 
Right. Like you got it in the bag, dude. You can do it. Just go for it. Fuck it. And and oh god, I just had this like burning image of my of Pete Buttigieg going, I told you so while on the debate stage. Oh god. But anyways. Anyways, right. It's just it's weak politicking here. And I I just don't I don't understand what it is you're planning for, right? Like, okay, we got the runoff in January. I understand that. We got the midterms in 2022. I understand that. And there's going to be some kind of fucking scandal with Hunter Biden that the Republicans are going to fucking investigate in the Senate and and life and life is going to be some kind of Hunter (coughs) Benghazi Hunter Benghazi for two years to try to rile up support among the Republican base. And and those are to be expected. I'm just of the mind. I'm just of the mind. That if you give these policies a shot, people aren't going to pay attention to that shit. Or the people who were who were who aren't gonna vote for you anyways are are already not going to be paying attention. So what do you have to fucking lose? I mean, this is what I told you. I mean, I've been saying it for fucking I have been saying this since January. You're not gonna win over Trump supporters. Right. You're not gonna win over Republicans. They, if they weren't gonna dude. I cannot stress this fucking enough, man. If they were undecided in January, they're not going to fucking vote for you. That guy fucked up the whole country. He fucked it up, man. He threw it in the fucking gutter. He destroyed the goddamn country. If they're still going to vote for him, you're not going to win them over, dude. You're not. Right. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, like you said, dude, just fucking go for it. I can't imagine why you wouldn't. And I can't imagine... Why you would try to win those people over anyway. I don't want those fucking people on my side. I don't, I don't like, it's like when they were bringing out Kasich, why the fuck do we need John Kasich? That's the worst example of a person for the fucking democratic party. He's literally the antithesis of what the democratic party allegedly stands for. Why would you bring him up? So, I mean, I'm with you for the record. When you said guns blazing, Joe Biden going in guns blazing, I pictured Bernie on the floor. Going, oh, there was a firefight. Like straight oh, boomback same style. God, <laughs> uh, I just I fucking hate it. <laughs> I hate you, dude. I just need you to understand that. You have to picture I, that though. I you have know. to admit that'd be fucking great. Like, you know, Mitch Why McConnell, are you the way that you are? Mitch McConnell's just Why are there, like, the way that you are. What the fuck happened? There's there's healthcare now and and uh, and fucking a green new deal and kids got the education for free. Why does it, why you does know? he sound like Fozzie Bear now? Because he's a fucking idiot. And so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bernie comes in and he's like, "Oh, there was a firefight." I don't know, man. It's just I don't I don't understand the trepidation. I don't get it. I, I don't. Fucking do I. Get they it. should fucking go for it, dude. And then they should fire Nancy Pelosi while they're at it, and they should have some she, kind of she's leadership. Again. She's they should have some kind of leadership. Like it's just like it. It's not. It hasn't been working, my dude. Why do you keep doing this? Like, what are we doing here? And and why do why is this the same fucking thing over and over in every cycle? It's the same conversation. You know what? Like drives me fucking like nuts. About Pelosi. She can't like admit 
that they did a terrible job. Right. Like she I came agree. out the other day and she was like, oh, we lost house seats. Well, then how can we still have the majority? And I'm like, dude, but you lost house seats to that guy. Right. This is a, this is not a win. This is a fucking disaster. You know what I mean? And she's still like, no, nah, it's fine. And I'm like, it's not fucking okay, Nancy. It's not okay. And you thinking that all of this shit is okay is a fucking problem. Yeah. Like, it's a problem. You can't think this is okay. Are you kidding me? Right. I just don't get it, dude. Uh, and, you know, the the one thing that, that to me is sort of the pinnacle of that 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 kind of thought or that thought process, right. Is the lack of COVID relief. Oh yeah. For sure. Uh, it's, it's the lack of it's their inability to do anything for us. We said it last time mm-hmm. we haven't had anything since fucking what? March, no. April. It was March. And you know, you know what else too, man, there's been all this talk about how shitty the doctors in El Paso are. Yeah. Okay? I'm just going to come out for my homies. All right. Fuck those people for saying that shit. This community has been underserved for fucking decades. For decades. Decades. This community has been fucking underserved since it's ever been a community. Nobody has ever given a shit about El Paso. Right. Ever. Not particular. Not part. Not especially from fucking Austin. Nobody. Nobody. Not from Austin. Not from DC. Nobody's given a shit about this place. Nobody. And in the middle of a fucking pandemic, we have a stupid ass fucking governor. Who's not doing anything to help us. In fact, he's making it worse. We have a fucking incompetent, dumbass mayor who's not doing anything except as the governor is making right. things worse. And you guys are going to fucking shit on the only on the people who are trying to save lives, dude. Right. Fuck you. you yeah. know what I mean? Just fuck you all the way up your ass. All the way up the ass. Oh, it, through the fucking bells all the way up. Fuck you. It, it, it's... You know, when when Governor Abbott told Mayor Margo that he thought it was that he thought the COVID spike was because El Pasoans weren't behaving. Oh, my oh, God. Bro. That's disgusting. Oh, dude, dude, oh. dude, it, it would like, like, first of all, you can't tell me there's not some kind of fucking racist undertone to that. Oh, there's okay? a fucking huge racist undertone. He, he and 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 second of all, fuck you, dude. Like straight up, that no, no, and now, now we've got, now we've got all kinds of fucking problems here, and nobody is helping us. Nobody is helping us here. And and it's not just. And here's the thing, dude. Okay, because it is them not helping us is a big fucking problem. Okay, yes, but. Dude, how, like, how can you honestly look at our community, which you've never given a fuck about? You've, you've never done anything to help us. And then you go straight to the people, the only fucking people who can save lives and tell them that they're doing a shit job of it. Like, they're the ones handling your bullshit. Right. You know what I mean? Literally. They're the ones handling a fucking failure by the government. and. I, I just, it honestly, dude, like, it pissed me off so much. It pissed me off so fucking much to hear, like, them talking shit about the, they were like, they're just leaving patients to die. What the fuck else do you want them to do? There's nothing here. 
We've been telling you people for fucking months. There's nothing here. Them using fucking prison labor, dude. Fucking prison labor. Inmates from the El Paso County Jail to move dead fucking bodies, dude. And And we already have an outbreak problem in the county jail. And now our situation is so fucking bad. They're using inmates, dude. It just... And then John Cornyn goes on the Senate floor talking still fucking in the middle of November talking about it's either the government's trying to tell us what to do or we can take personal responsibility. Man, fuck you, dude. Literally one of the most disliked and unpopular Senate fuck, senators in this country. And John Cornyn somehow still has his seat, which is a whole other conversation. Oh, God. But Jesus Christ, dude, like these dudes don't give a fuck. They are sitting in, in Austin. They're sitting in Austin just pontificating about what is liberty and what is not liberty. Meanwhile, we're fucking dying. We're dropping like flies over here. Dude, we're fucked. We're fucked. And it, it's insane to me. It's fucking insane to me that like it you you can man dude those people I I can't stress I I fucking when I went to the hospital man and I heard that guy next to me literally gasping for air and they're trying to bring him oxygen and he's like oh you guys are making this worse than it has to be dude oh my god oh my god the shit those people those poor fucking people are dealing with and now they have people painting them like they're a bunch of fucking heartless monsters. Dude, there's nothing here. Like, I can't stress that enough, dude. There's nothing here. Like, there's no help. What the fuck do you want them to do? We have 10 mobile morgues, dude. Yeah. 10 mobile morgues. You know how fucking stupid that is for a city this small? 10 fucking mobile morgues, dude. I read somewhere and somebody was like, they need to stop comparing us to New York because we're not New York. You know what? I agree. We're not New York, but when we're getting more cases in a city with 10 times as many people, what the fuck? Right. Like, what the fuck, dude? Our pop, our one-tenth of our population is sick. Like, 10% of us are sick. You know what I mean? Or, ha- or have been sick. There's been 10% of the people in the city have had cases of COVID. And they're people they're blaming doctors and i just i don't know dude i just want i don't know who the fuck listens to this but if you're a doctor or a nurse thank you okay honestly man thank you because holy shit i can't imagine having to do your job and then having to listen to people tell you that you're doing a shit job when you've got nothing literally nothing when you've got nothing i mean you don't ever you don't you just you just I don't know, man. I'm I, like it genuinely. I, you can tell. Like it pissed me off, dude. It really did because I've been sick a lot my whole life, dude. And doctors have always taken care of me, and I've always trusted them to do the right thing. You know what I mean? And you have to, like, you just you have to. It's something you have to do. And sometimes there's a bunch of doctors who are assholes, and sometimes there's not. You know what I mean? But these people are genuinely people who are just trying to save lives. I mean, I've had doctors cancel debt for me. You know, because they knew I couldn't afford it. I've had I've had a doctor pay for a nutritionist for me when I had to fucking, when, you know, I had to piece together the leg again. You know what I mean? 
And it just, it's, it's nuts to me that you would look at those people and try to throw them under the bus so that you can save your own ass from your lack of, of action. Right. And, and I don't know. It is seeing El Paso make the national news. Uh, it's never all, good. all across all the platforms. You know what I mean? Like New York Times, Vox, uh, Now News did a little uh, video spiel about El Paso. Hassan talked about El Paso for like 20 minutes. It, it is just, it's remarkable that there are people around the country who know El Paso now for two reasons, and none, none of them are good. No. And, and recent memory, right? Like the shooting right. at the Walmart. And now, and now because of this, and who can point to the the fight between the county judge and the mayor and the appeals court and fucking Greg Abbott, right? Right. And who can see? They can see why the fuck we're in this situation, and somehow it just doesn't click to these people. Right, like it doesn't click that something's fucking wrong and nothing's being done about it, dude. For Mayor Margot. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it it is just I don't know, man. It you Fuck have people. you have so many fucking problems, and you have so many issues that need to be dealt with. And I'm tired of these arguments about personal liberty. And I'm tired of the El Paso Times and their inability to explain why businesses can't close because they don't have help from the federal level to explain why there's no help for people. And it's always this vapid fucking discussion between opening and closing and we're dying. We are dying because of it. And it's embarrassing. And those people. And of course it was us, dude. It was our community. I've always felt like, I know it seems like I'm being a whiny baby, okay? Because that's how a lot of people are going to take it. But when you grow up here and you realize that, like, you know, these politicians in Austin, the politicians in, in D.C., they they don't look at you like you're part of the country. You know what I mean? They look at you like you're, you know, uh, you know, they, you know, little Mexico, all that fucking stupid shit they say. And it genuinely feels, dude, like they don't care that the people here are dying because the people here are brown. Oh, no, for sure. Absolutely. Like they just don't they just don't give a shit about us, dude. It's it feels like genocide. It feels that way. Like it really does. And I know that like legally, legally. You can argue that it isn't. But fuck, it feels that way, man. It feels like we're being discarded. I've never felt more. I have always had, even as a leftist, I have always had a sense of pride in this country because for me, what America could be was always something, you know, not just better than what America was, but what a lot of the rest of the world was. You know what I mean? For me, the idea that we could have this place that could be this like shining beacon and all the other propaganda bullshit that we grew up with, for me, part of it was was it, it 
it, it was just it was weird, you know. It was weird to know that Jefferson owned slaves and stuff, and still wrote down the words that he wrote down and stuff like that, right. you know. But there was also a part of me that was like, like these dudes legit. I mean, they were they were they were people who fought a fucking at the time, the world's most powerful government. You know what I mean? And they did so because they truly believed that like their representation should have mattered more than it did. And fast forward 200 years. And I feel that same sentiment when I'm like, dude, it's very clear that we're not being represented. It's clear that we're sitting here, like literally begging for help in the middle of a pandemic and they don't care. And my point is that like at some point or another, I have always been the kind of person who was like, I would never leave America. I would always fight for her to be better because I believe that it could be better. And this is the first time in my life, I think, where I've had to come to terms with the fact, not that this country couldn't ever be better, but just that the people inside of it don't want it to be. Right. And it's the first time that I've ever been like genuinely like disgusted with my fucking people. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't have any other way to say it, dude. You can look at El Paso and watch us dying and not give a fuck. It, I mean, it feels like an attack, dude. And it really feels like I'm not a part of this anymore. You know what I mean? It right. feels like we're not a part of it anymore. And I'm beginning to question why I should have any stake in it anymore. Yeah. And, and, and you know, when the one thing I keep thinking about is is when the shooting happened. Right. When when they shot up the Walmart and Trump came down and Trump was a slap in the face, man. And Trump didn't do anything, obviously. Right. But Trump took the time. The one the thing I keep thinking about is that picture that he took with that baby where his parents fucking died in that Walmart and the, the baby was saved. Right. And and Trump stood there and took a fucking photo with his with his thumb up like 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 it was a good thing. And I just don't, I mean, I do, right? I, I know why, I, I, it, but it's, it's sometimes it just, it's, it makes the blood boil to yeah. think that those same people, those same people who made, who came here, Abbott came here, Paxton came here, fucking Dan Patrick came here. They all came here to, 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 to use what happened on that shooting to take those photos and now when we're literally fucking dying and they just they don't fucking care and it's it's one thing to come here and to use my people fucking photo op dude but it's a completely other to turn around and just let us die just because you don't want to do anything. And I don't understand. Again, I I do understand. And I know why we got here. But it's just it just makes my fucking blood boil. I feel the same way. I think. <clears throat> I think one of the things I remember the most about that, right? Or one of the things that I sort of like reflect on the most. Is how much that shooting has been used to to justify 
the anger that we can feel towards something that hurt us, but but also be used against us in in such a way where uh, the train's fucking this up. You know that. That's alright. I'll just wait. Hold on. God, that's so loud, dude. It's because I put the air conditioner up. I think about the shooting. And I think about how they've been able to take it. And they've been able to use that anger to justify, you know, being angry at something that can hurt us. But then they've also turned it around and, and, and used it as a way to excuse their lack of action. Like, just the idea that, you know, these dudes, I just, I can't, I just, like, I can't deal with them telling me, hey, you know, Trump came down to see you guys, you know, Trump cares about that area. Remember when Trump did this for that area? Remember when this happened and then just turn around and not, and not help. And the only reason they're not helping, it's literally just him. It's literally, it's their inability to tell him no, or to tell him that he's wrong. Right. That's all it is, dude. It's not anything else. There's no guns to heads here. You know what I mean? They just, they can't tell that man no. And his ego is apparently more important than the people that, that I live next to. Yeah, it, it uh, what's going on in El Paso is scary. It's frankly just, it's scary. And the, you know, there's going to be a point Thanksgiving's this in two weeks and, or well, yeah. next week, te- next week, technically. And I'm scared and I don't know. There's a part of me that is reluctant to believe that people are going to adhere to some of the safety protocols and it's only going to get worse because we know where the spread is coming from. Right. We've seen the data. We know where, you know, it's, it's gatherings, it's shopping. And there, there's a part of me that feels like, you know, those, those things are very much cultural. You know, when you go shopping, you go shopping, it's, you take a family shopping, you go, you eat, obviously that's a very cultural thing. So I'm, I'm nervous because I don't know if those cultural instincts, if you will, right. Not, not to say that I'm stereotyping, but those cultural instincts to gather for some kind of holiday, it's not just Thanksgiving. It's in a very Catholic area. And what are we going to do for fucking Christmas? You know, right. like it, this, it, this is, this is something that, that is going, I feel, and I fear to get worse before it gets any better. And the lack of response from a federal and state level is going to exacerbate any kind of adequate response to the problems that we're going to see. Yeah. And, and that to me is, is, fucking terrifying it's terrifying and it makes me angry that that our survival right like 
individually, like you, me, my my parents, your family, is just left to luck at this point. Right. It is just the, following fucking, the fucking rules. Right. Is and it's just a fucking gamble at this point. And you know, I don't know, man. It seems like this episode became a little bit more cathartic because of everything that's going on. It can. But be. It, it is. It, Look, dude, it, it's our podcast. We'll do whatever the fuck we want. It's just upsetting, man. It it's, just, it's just emotionally exhausting, physically exhausting. And you have people and you have entities out there in El Paso who just don't care. And you have like, I don't know if you know the, uh, the drama with the gym owner who was like, who started a GoFundMe yeah. because they were going to shut the gym down. And it turns out that they have Bentleys and Mercedes and, you know, they're basically living in like a half a million dollar fucking home or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Yeah, 100%. Fuck you. Fuck you. And and, and you, like, Peter Piper Pizza, too. Fuck you, dude. Fuck like, you all those people. Dude. Like, all those people, dude. And it's just, it's just, I'm, I am personally scared for what's going to happen in the next two months. I can say this. Okay. We, you and I have done our best to follow these protocols. Okay. You and I have done our best to listen to science. And do what we can. We only go out when we have to. I, you know, I talked about it the other day. We still eat out, and mm. we only go to places that, you know, have their employees protected. We went to this. They opened this Chinese restaurant like up the street from me, mm. and we went to go try it out. And so we asked them if they were COVID safe. Dude, these people blocked off access to the restaurant. Like oh, you shit. cannot sit in it. If you want food, you have to order it, and they bring it to you, and you go. And you go. And they've got gloves on. They've got masks on. They're sanitizing everything. Cleanest place I've, I've ever seen. And when you see shit like that, it's like, okay, I, I can contend with you being open because you obviously give a fuck. You know what I mean? You yeah. obviously care, you know? But then there's other places. And there's other places. I mean, I, there was one place I called and I was like, are you guys COVID safe? And she was like, no, not really. What? Yeah. What do you mean? No, not really. What? You know? And so my point is this, okay? We do our best. All right. So I don't know what any of y'all's plans are for Thanksgiving. We're going to, we are going to record on Monday, the the weekend before Thanksgiving, the week before Thanksgiving. Um, And then we'll record again after. So there will be another episode. But if anybody's listening to this, whoever's listening to this, th- this is my plan. For Thanksgiving, we're going to hang out at my house, just me and my family, and we're going to eat food, and then we're going to Zoom call the other people in our family. Yeah. And we've got, like, stuff planned. And I know that it's a luxury that not a lot of people have. Some people don't have laptops. Some people don't have internet. Some people don't even have phone service, okay? But you make do with what you can. You sit around with your family, and you, you just you hunker down. And you wait for the best to go over. We're strong and we're resilient. And we can be as long as we can push ourselves through whatever our next obstacle is. This thing is almost over. It's almost over. It's if you look at it, if you look at it from like a 2020, you know, perspective, you're like this thing's a year uh, and a half away. Uh-huh. 
You know what I mean? It's a year and a half away. But in the grand scheme of things, this thing is almost over. And it's just, you just, you gotta, you gotta push through it. So wash your hands, wear your masks, stay home. For the love of God, it isn't a hoax. It's real and it's destroying my fucking city. We just got to survive it. Yeah. Stay the fuck home. Stay the fuck home. That's don't all for move. today. Huh? Don't don't move. Don't move. Just stay the fuck home. It's not that important. Call the restaurant up. Hey, do you guys have masks and shit? And if they're like, yeah, be like, fuck yeah, man. I want to order some food from you guys. And then go pick it up and don't eat there. The carpet, I guarantee you the fucking carpet sucks. And the shit on the walls is stupid as fuck. 100% there's hockey sticks there. You live in a desert. Why the fuck are there hockey sticks on the wall? Okay? Don't just don't go to the restaurant. Stay at home. Watch TV. Fucking, you know, Hulu has some good shit. The Cabin in the Woods, I recommend that movie. Not a sponsor, but holy shit, it's a great horror movie. Watch that. You know what I'm saying? Watch the new Family Guy. That shit's fucking hilarious, man. You know what I mean? Just chill. Just stay the fuck home and wear your fucking mask. Over your nose. Over your fucking nose. <laughs> all right, that's all for the day. Fuck, I hate it here, Joseph. Talk to you later, man. Later. Later, guys. <laughs>